Hi, I'm Alex Clark. I host this show, Politics, where I talk about pop culture news of the day from a right-wing perspective. Warning, I am the worst conservative influencer known to man because I have a terribly dark sense of humor. You know, I've said that I wanted to eat human meat burgers, that walking is embarrassing, people take it seriously. I share too much personal information and I guess I'm kind of creepy, hopefully in a cute way. Either way, if you're intrigued or you just feel like you're watching a car crash and you can't look away, thumbs up and subscribe. I'm sure it will only get worse from here, I can guarantee it. Beyonce, Rebel Wilson, and more celebrities are being publicly shamed by the left because they attended a Beyonce concert in Saudi Arabia. Wait, is Dubai in Saudi Arabia? Yes. Um, if you're confused, I was too, but uh, it's illegal to be gay there. So there's a lot of layers to this story. I'm gonna explain it. It's quite juicy. Oh, and speaking of the gays, the lesbian M&Ms are quaking. M&Ms discovered that after publicly announcing they were making fat lesbian chocolate spokes candies, American consumers were not amused. Now they're walking back the entire campaign. Kim Kardashian has hired two prostitutes to model her skin's lingerie, and I am bursting at the seams to tell you about the documentary that changed my life. And I think we may have a new weekly tradition with What's Good Wednesday. I'll tell you when we get to that part. Now, let's get to Beyonce's gay butt stuff. You sound like a gay. <laughs> Are we sure the lighting is right today? We've kind of had some issues. I'm worried it looks a little dark still. Turn the lights off. No, get those lights off. Oh, yes. That's what I'm supposed to be talking about. Beyonce, Queen Bee. I almost bought a jar of bee pollen at the store last night. It said to take like one teaspoon a day. It was just a bunch of these tiny little balls. I tried to Google it. Like, you know, is this some kind of amazing health hack I need to be doing? But everybody seemed kind of mad about it online. So I didn't end up getting it. Sex. Social justice warriors are criticizing Beyonce for accepting a paid performance in Dubai since same-sex relationships are illegal there. She reportedly accepted 24 mil for the gig and Rebel Wilson was randomly in attendance, so she's also getting backlash from fans. Many are saying that Beyonce doesn't need the money, so out of principle, she shouldn't have accepted it and done the performance because of the anti-gay stuff there. But. I'd bet money that the same people complaining about this have Ukraine flags in their bio, or love that all the biggest corporations around the world change their Twitter picture to rainbow for Pride Month in the United States, but don't change their branding in Middle Eastern countries. Also, I would just love to ask them about their stance on Israel because almost certainly they are Team Palestine, but Israel is the only Middle Eastern country that accepts gay people. I'm certainly not a Beyonce stan, but I have no problem pointing out her Haters hypocrisy in this instance. This is the funniest story of the week. Speaking of the gays, M&M's decided to do a rebranding of their little candy characters last year and came out, no pun intended, with a lesbian couple and a fat non-binary one. I think this purple one's the fat non-binary one. This packaging, by the way, says supporting women, flipping the status quo. That's why they're upside down. We're flipping our packs to support women who are flipping the status quo, I guess, by saying that some of these chocolate candies are, are lesbos. You never know what I keep behind these pillows. I'm surprised they didn't come out with a trans M&M that identified as a Skittle. Anyway, they said they wanted to represent how progressive our culture currently is, but no one at these big companies has apparently taken a few minutes to consider that maybe people who don't live every waking second on Twitter aren't into lesbian chocolate candy. They put out a statement saying, 
in the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes. Wait, we need sad violin music here. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice. And we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. But now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing. So they're retiring all of their spokes candies, they say, indefinitely. And then they hired Maya Rudolph to be their spokesperson instead. The problem is companies are hiring kids with marketing degrees who just got fully indoctrinated for four years of college, and they're making asinine decisions like this that are not relatable to their customer. I have never once had a hankering for candy and wondered, is this M&M a munch? I hope one of them is plus-sized. If it wasn't obvious before, the left doesn't live in the same reality as you and I. We don't need our candy to be lesbians! Do you know these gays? Do you know these gays? Okay. I almost wonder if this is like some kind of big gimmick for a Super Bowl commercial. Either way, we don't need our candy to be, well. Back off, Haspian. Okay, on the other hand, more genius marketing from a company. Kim Kardashian Skims has hired the two BFF prostitutes from White Lotus to model for them. Now, if you haven't watched the show, you're not allowed to complain. <laughs> this is it. This is a brilliant choice. I love it. And I had to include it here. Tutti indossano Skims. Everybody's wearing Skims. Let me tell you, I believe it was a God thing. I watched the documentary Food Inc. last night on Amazon Prime because it's free on there for just a few more days. I don't know how I've never seen this. It came out in 2009 and it details just how corrupt the entire food industry is. Did you know that only a few food companies own basically everything available to us at the grocery store? And farmers who don't want to put poison on the food will have men that look like those, remember those two scary ass gang brothers from Breaking Bad who like show up on people's doorsteps to intimidate them with an ax? These food companies send guys like that in the middle of nowhere to show up on farms and scare farmers into doing their bidding. Basically, everything at the conventional grocery store is a lie. It isn't even real food. I didn't even know that they were completely genetically modifying chickens to be different sizes. The whole thing is disgusting and the way they treat the animals is even worse. I've never wanted to hug Good Ranchers more. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Clark, code Clark. Terms and conditions do apply. New year, new meat. Subscribe today to get over two pounds of our pasture-raised chicken breast added to each of your boxes for your entire first Year. Anyways, not kidding you, after watching it, I see this brand new article from Deadline saying a Food Inc. 2 is coming out this year. What are the odds? 2023 is the year we are changing our health. It's becoming more and more clear. One of the scariest parts of the doc was how politicians on the left and the right are bought out by these couple food companies that own everything. It is just the most evil thing you have ever seen. I could easily become a two-issue voter, abortion, and big food. This might have to be a new show tradition every week. Last week's What's Good Wednesday that one of you submitted was so popular that I thought, you know what? Maybe this is what we should do. You guys submit feel-good stories from your local news that you've seen every week, and I'll pick one, and that can be our What's Good Wednesday, because so many of these amazing news stories, they never get picked up by national outlets, and none of us know about them. So if you have one of those, send a link to the article in a DM to Poplitics on Instagram, or email them, poplitics at tpusa.com. This week, we're going to Cumberland, Rhode Island to see what's good. <laughs> Good. I told you the story of a Cumberland girl who is doing a little detective work trying to prove if Santa and his reindeer are real. Well, this morning we're hearing from her about what inspired her to launch the investigation and where things stand right now with Cumberland Police.
Ten-year-old Scarlett Dumato gets her presents every Christmas, but now she wants to know... If Santa's real. She's doing a little detective work and bringing in Cumberland police. She sent them this letter along with a half-eaten Oreo and remnants of carrot sticks. I feel like since you like bit it, then there, he might have left DNA. There's a community member looking to get an answer and we're going to find it. Cumberland Police Chief Matthew Benson has taken Scarlett's evidence and forwarded it to the state's forensic sciences lab for analysis. They're kind of prioritizing this as best they can for us. But police didn't stop there. We had some of our detectives head to uh, that neighborhood and um, started knocking on doors. And got some answers for eyewitnesses. We did locate witnesses who identified an individual in the neighborhood on the evening of the 24th. Um, described as a uh, an older gentleman, white beard, red coat. There is also photographic evidence, what could be one of Santa's reindeer roaming the streets, and this photo taken in the skies over Cumberland. Do you think that the Cumberland Police Department is going to crack this case? She's pretty confident Cumberland police tell us they are still waiting for the DNA test results. So stay with 12 News and WPRI.com for updates on this very important investigation. The way I have an affinity for this little girl, she is the Nancy Drew of our generation. She will be the one who solves the Zodiac Killer next. I know it. What are you? You're, you're a detective, a gender detective? I just had my wellness checkup at the doctor. I have a plan to get off my prescription medications. <laughs> she is also helping me get some labs I want done covered by insurance so I can see what vitamins and minerals I'm deficient in and all that good stuff. We are health! We are wellness! Speaking of H&W, I hope you're all caught up on our spillover episodes this month because tomorrow night is our last episode in our little healthy living series that we've if you can understand me, you're a real one. Since I don't work for the Daily Wire and I don't have a $50 million contract, you thumbs upping every episode and subscribing to this channel is my job security and everyone else behind the camera that you can't see. I'm also giving you homework to watch Food Inc. on Amazon Prime if you haven't yet. And then in the comments today, rate Joe Burrow's hotness on a scale of one to 10. If you don't know who he is, Google him, leave your rating. See you tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.